0: Talking with Girlfriends is our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Join hosts Madden Nishete Jones and Tenniel Daniels for some good and healthy girl talk. Get comfortable and ready to take some notes because there's always a gem. This season, we are digging into radical self love through the 12 principles of healing through hospitality. Welcome to Love Madden, the podcast. Hey girl, hey.
1: Hey,
0: what's going on?
1: Not too much. What's going on over there?
0: Um, same old, same old. You know. Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ever? It, it do be days like that when, like, you call your friend, it just be like. Hey, girl, how's it going? Oh, it's
0: okay. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and sometimes it's like if you haven't talked to a friend in a long time when somebody just reaches out to you to say like, hey, how's it going? You're not going to like dive into everything.
1: Right. I'm fine. You give them a-
0: Keeping busy. Very ev- even <laughs> kill.
1: <laughs> it's answer. like you
0: want to go deeper, but do you? So, but no, I really am good. I really don't have <laughs> any updates. <laughs> I
1: know. It just <laughs> sounded dry.
0: It did. It did. All right. And we're back. So for those who are listening, we we record this in the morning anyway, but we're recording this earlier in the morning than usual today. So if you hear that reflected in my voice, I've told y'all before I am not a morning person.
1: Girl, and we are over here recording so early that the birds are chirping. chirping yeah. So. Please excuse
0: if you hear a bird chirping in the background. That's just that's just me in the in the morning song. <laughs>
1: All right, let's
0: talk about... Love it or or
1: leave
0: it. Leave it. All right, you go first this time.
1: Okay, so what I'm loving this week is this new Instagram account that I started following. It's called Homeboy Improvement. Now, this account only has 113 followers, (laughs) but... (laughs) I think he's just getting started. Okay. So <laughs> if you want to go check out his Instagram page. And if you like what you see, go ahead and give him a follow. But basically he's like doing like home repair uh hacks oh, okay, and tricks okay. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was having like water pressure issues in my bathroom sink. And he had done this like real about, you know, one day you're coming to brush your teeth and the water pressure is, you know. Uh, full low. or whatever, or mm-hmm. no, no, high, mm-hmm. and then the next day you come back oh. and it's super low. And he was like, and you're probably wondering why. And then he shows taking off the uh, I don't even know what it's called because I'm not handy like that, like but washer, off the faucet, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like the um, where the water comes out, take mm-hmm. that off of the faucet and then like clean it because you know, because of we, I live in the city, so mm-hmm. the water is it has some sediment or whatever they call mm. it in it that's collecting in those like filter things mm-hmm. and that you need to clean it out on a regular basis and voila your water pressure is back it worked it worked in oh. that moment i was like you know what god was right <laughs> on time and a follower
0: i noticed, for life. <laughs>
1: Know this man until like today because I went to his like uh profile. Mm-hmm. I thought he had way more followers than 113. But hey, I'm happy to be included in the number.
0: Listen, everybody <laughs> started with one follower. Yes, all of us. So you know, he's on his way. He's on Ho- his way. Homeboy improvement.
1: Homeboy improvement. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us this week?
0: Um, I have a couple of things. I think. What I'm leaving is pandemic fatigue. Um, I think uh, we got to a point where we felt like things were better. Mm -hmm. Then we got, you know, and then it happened again, and then it happened again. And with each respective surge Mm -hmm. or wave, um, we do see that the, I guess, the implications of the disease are not... Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're not being communicated in such a way that they're as severe as they previously were. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But me and all my public health knowledge, I was sure that by now we would have been comfortably in an endemic status Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and having reached this ever elusive herd immunity.
1: Immunity,
0: Um, And so I think um, especially, you know, with having to make decisions as a parent, Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm leaving it. I'm done. I'm I'm. I'm like one of the people now that I'm, I'm done with COVID,
1: and it's okay. Even I if mean, it's not done with me. Even if COVID's not done with you, girl, and you know it's it's okay because yeah, we've run this race yeah. and we 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 fought a good fight. You've kept yourself um, <laughs> and your family healthy for two plus years, yeah. Like,
0: yeah, Fauci said he was done too. He said he's wrapping it up. Did y'all yeah, Did y'all hear that?
1: I didn't hear that, but yeah, he
0: said he's he's retiring. He thought that we would be in a different place by now, mm. um, and
1: he's like, "Y'all niggas, <laughs> I don't know how to act right, so I'm gonna just go ahead and pack my briefcase,
0: <laughs> pack <laughs> it on up, collect my papers." They were like, "Well, what are, what are you gonna do?" He's like, I don't Chill. know, maybe, maybe spend a little time with my wife. That would be nice. It's like people forget that people are human beings. And this
1: man is 80 years or whatever, however that old part. he is. I don't even know. Like, Absolutely. That man needs rest. Okay.
0: Yeah. So as we're moving into these warmer months, you know, even with the BA2 looming and all of the other things, I'm just, uh, I, I got to make some decisions on, um, your How, health, what, mental, mental health. health exactly. exactly. Yeah. Around this whole thing. So,
1: and, and honey, I mean, I, of course, we know people who have been vaccinated and boosted that mm-hmm. have had more severe cases of right, COVID. Right. For sure. Yeah. um, So we don't want to neglect that. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: the good thing is that you do have a barrier of protection.
0: Well, it's not so much about catching COVID. It, it's, it, the, it, it's the, it's, it's, it's the, the whole, whole thing completely. Right, right, it's right, right, right. Right. But, it's but the whole thing. But the whole
1: thing is to prevent you from... You I from
0: mean, catching it. it. Right. <laughs> I think in the beginning, you know, we all had anxiety around this unknown. Mm-hmm. So as we know more, it's less anxiety. It's not mm-hmm. so much the anxiety Got for me it. Okay. as it is the fatigue. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of the decisions that we have to make, whether it comes to going to an event or... You know, school. Or do you get your kid vaccinated? You had to do this to participate in sports. We went to a concert last night. I had to pull up my vax card. I did mm-hmm. didn't know where to find it. It just mm-hmm. everything that comes with all the extra layers.
1: All the extra, got you. I, I didn't a, know they were still doing um. Sh- and- that's card or what I prove. They weren't
0: in DC, but this particular venue that uh, we were uh, not state citywide, but this particular venue was. I didn't know that either, and it was like a throwback to you know several months ago. Um, I have two speaking engagements coming up. I have to arrive thirty minutes early to do on-site testing, and so I'm not. Opposed to all these things, we have to do what we have to do to keep ourselves safe. But I feel like this is a safe space where I can say I'm just I'm tired of it. I'm not like anxious of it, but I in my love it or leave it. I just yeah, I just want to leave it. I just want to leave it.
1: Go ahead, girl, leave.
0: So yeah, um, that's how I'm feeling. But all things considered, life is a lot better. The fact that we are going to concerts and doing things and leaving the kid with the sitter and all that kind of stuff, it's better. But it's just like we're still here. We're still here.
1: And on
0: okay. that note, time to set
1: the table. <laughs>
0: um, so my Leave It, I think, is a perfect transition to what we're talking about today. Today we are mm-hmm. um, in principle number 10 out of the 12 principles of healing through hospitality. And principle number 10 is have hope. And I want to mm-hmm. talk today about the difference between, you know, hope and a wish, you know, what what that what that looks like, what where our faith comes into play, um, how we can look forward to things with hopeful expectations. So that's what we're gonna dive into today. I had a lot of hope that we would be in a different place when it came to a much different place when it came to um the status of the world. But yet here we are. But uh what what do you want to say? I
1: was about to say as my mother would say, <laughs> don't put your hope in people. Hey um, that might be my grandmother, one it's of them. It's
0: giving grandmother. <laughs> it's giving grandma. Put your hope in the Lord. <laughs> so, with that being said, we welcome you to episode 10 of the 12 week series. Have hope.
1: Have hope. All right, let's dig in. Yummy. You know what I'm gonna ask you. I already what know what does hope look like for you. Hope for me is
0: taking something that I desire mm-hmm. and hanging it on a power that is greater than I am. Oh. So a wish is just something that I desire. You that know, desire. I wish this, throw a penny in the fountain, mm-hmm. blow out a birthday candle, whatever. It could be positive. It could be negative. I wish it would. You know what I mean? Like it could be, <laughs> it could just be, It's not. but it's not anything. It's not <sighs> deeper. It's just sort of like, yeah, I wish. Hope for me is something that is a little bit more enduring because my hope Mm -hmm. is connected to my faith and my hope Mm -hmm. is connected to a source that can bring that desire or that wish to fruition. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what hope is for me.
1: Mm.
0: So with that being said, I'll ask you what I always ask you. What role has hope and having hope played in your journey to healing through hospitality? (laughs)
1: So <clears throat> hope has been critical um in my personal journey, mm-hmm. right? Um on the last episode we talked about um, the fact that, you know, I don't necessarily feel like I'm an overachiever anymore. Mm-hmm. And um I think that because I was kind of rooted in um Production and mm-hmm. and placed a lot of uh placed a lot of weight on who I was as a person in that production. Mm-hmm. I've had to move away from that and mm-hmm. really understand and take stock of what it is that's important to me and what it is that I want in life. And a lot of that has led me to a place where I've had to be hopeful for a lot, right? Because. I'm not where I thought I would be when, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was 20 years old or even 30 years old or even Mm -hmm. 35 years old. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, There are things that I have been hoping for and waiting for and I'm still hoping and waiting for. Mm -hmm. And I think what you said a few moments ago about the enduring like. The fact that it's beyond a wish and mm-hmm. it's enduring like faith and the knowing that we can get it from an uh, a everlasting and, and never ending source mm-hmm. just increases that hope. So for me, hope has really just helped me to still be here and to still keep dreaming and believing that the things that I want will come to pass. I took mm-hmm. a long way to get there, mm-hmm. but that's what it is. It's like... I'm still here because I am hopeful that the things that I desire and that God has for me, they will come to pass. Because there have been dark times where, Mm -hmm. you know, if you lose hope,
0: you know, it can go the
1: other way. That's
0: right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think for me, having hope has been... It has allowed me to inject positive energy Mm -hmm. into different situations, seasons, Mm -hmm. challenges, obstacles. So I think that if all things considered, if everything was the same, um, but I was lacking hope Mm -hmm. that those situations, one, could have turned out differently differently. Because yes. you know you get what you think about, you know, and and I know that it's, it gets tricky with with Christians around manifestation and all that kind of stuff, and God is the source and all, but I believe that the energy that we put into something, that's what a prayer is, it's energy, right I think that the energy that we put into something, the belief and the faith that we have in a source and a power that's greater than us, it gives us some backing and it mm-hmm. allows us to endure those obstacles so. Um, for me in my, in my personal, both my personal journey and my sort of healing journey, hope has helped to inject positive energy into um, more challenging and difficult situations because I could, the thing is either way, whatever you expect, it's like when they say you get what you expect, Mm -hmm. either way, you're going to put that energy into it. So even if you're not hoping for a bad outcome, if you're expecting a bad outcome, you kind of are hoping for it because yeah. you're putting the energy, you're moving, you're acting, you're behaving, you're thinking as though you won't be successful, you mm-hmm. won't be healed, you won't be this, you won't be that. But when you are backing it with hopeful expectation, then we have, you know, what they call a net forward energy, more positive than negative to move you forward. So, um That it's for me. There's a much stronger case Mm -hmm. to move with hopeful expectation than there would be not to. The benefits outweigh, you know. Any what's because what's the risk? Let being let down, and that's the thing. It's always that fear. Like, well, I don't want to hope for something. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if it doesn't happen, then what? Then what? What did you? Yeah, but you're gonna be upset regardless. So what did you lose by looking forward with hopeful expectation? So that was a mindset shift for me. I've talked many times um, on this show where people who have heard me speak publicly about my journey to motherhood. You know, it was it was like four or five long years of, of not just not being able to conceive. And I know there's a lot of people who go through that, but conceiving and losing and losing and losing and losing, you know, five times in a row before uh, my baby and two times since. So there is, it's people always ask me, how do you keep going? And for me, it's just an enduring hope. It's just like, I, there's no other choice for me than to look forward with hopeful expectation. I don't leave myself any other choice. That's it.
1: That's it. And yeah. And I think it goes back to what I just said. Like, had you chose the other direction, Mm -hmm. like, who knows where you would be mentally?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows where my marriage would be, where my relationships would be, where my mom would be? Would I have taken the steps that I needed to take to even have a successful pregnancy? If I didn't believe that that was possible, I may not even have my baby right now. You know, I may not have, quote unquote, kept trying, as people say, but Mm -hmm. that belief system, um, that hope that's tied to my faith is what told me to keep going. Going. And that's whether you're trying to achieve something, Mm -hmm. you know, for people who suffer from chronic illness and all of that, there's such a mind body spirit connection that, you know, I really want to take the time to delve into even more closely. Um, there's a podcast that I listen to, um, from time to time. It's, I don't know if you guys have heard of curable, Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. So I, you know, I follow them on social and I kind of read some of the stuff that they put out, but they have some really, um, um, like convincing data and testimony around how people have found healing through a shift in their mindset and how that has had a ripple effect, um, for even like chronic pain sufferers, things that um, I think they call them like diagnoses of exclusion or something, like when you can't figure out what it is, things like fibromyalgia, like we don't know what it is. So this is a catch all for chronic pain or whatever. There's a lot of science around how there's a connection between, you know, how we think, operate, move, and what we feel in our bodies. So um, hope is it's like, it's it's so important. And for those of you who are new here, um or who are newer here, I did a 21-day challenge around hope last May. So we're almost coming up on a year. Mm. If you go to lovemadden.com uh, forward slash hope, then you can read my you know more thoughts on this, but then also um there's a um, a two-page guide just like I have with the love series where you can take yourself through three week exercise of just a few minutes a day to help you strengthen that hope muscle because I you know we recognize that it is a muscle that needs to be yeah. exercised it's it, it doesn't always come natural so all right next question
1: what is a personal lesson that you've learned as it relates to hope You've kind of already talked about it, but
0: yeah, um, I would say another one because i've um this is something that I've really given a lot of thought and energy mm. to um is that I have to get really clear on what it is that I'm hoping for mm. when something's not happening i i it's important that we reassess. Is this desire a divine desire? Is this desire in alignment with God? Um, for me, it's God, you know, but the universe, the, you know, all of our interconnectedness. Is this is this desire spiritual and healthy and good and positive, or is this a selfish desire? Um, Is this something that I should be hoping for? Is this something that perhaps God has better or different? Am I limited by my... then The answer is yes, but am I limited by my experience, by my perspective, by my viewpoint? So that's something that I've learned as it relates to hope and healing is that... I need to take the time to assess what it is that I'm hoping for and then to submit what it is to what I'm hoping for, um, to a higher power to see like, is, did, is he, has he blessed it? You know, is God's stamp on this? So that's my personal lesson, just kind of, um, my, my personal desires and then my sort of spiritual hopes have been intertwined. So being able to tease out the two, what about you?
1: Yeah, it's very similar to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the word or phrase that came to mind when you were talking was like hopeful surrender. So, that Ooh. surrender is a word that I have been, mm. um, has been coming up a lot for me lately. So, they not gonna,
0: people don't, they're not going to like this. <laughs> You know when the preacher be like, I'm about to preach a word and y'all not going to like this one. It's going to
1: be tight up in here. It's going to be tight. It's (laughs) going to be
0: some tight butt cheeks because it can't always be rainbows and butterflies, okay? (sighs) Hopeful surrender is good. So go ahead. I just already, I could feel the energy over the airwaves.
1: (laughs) So... It, and it it really just goes back to what you just said. Like we have our own hopes and desires um, and we pray that they align with God's will for our lives. But the honest truth is sometimes they don't mm-hmm. and they won't. Mm-hmm. And so you have to hopefully surrender mm-hmm. to whatever God's plan is for your mm-hmm. life. And mm-hmm. I have been holding on to that word As I go through this fertility journey, like Mm. I am hopeful that God is going to bless me with a baby. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. But if he does not,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm willing to surrender to his plan for my life, not necessarily my desire for my own life. And it may look different than the way I have imagined. Maybe it doesn't look like IVF. Maybe it looks like it not working this time, but... Six months from now, three mm. months from now, three days from now, I end up meeting the man who is going to be my husband. Like, we don't mm-hmm. know. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you can be, you can be so hopeful around all of it and have a positive mindset. But you have to be able to surrender and submit yourself to whatever it is God has for you. Mm. And that's just that has literally what has kept me emotionally sane throughout the marathon that has been this fertility journey is that this is not it, it's it's for me but ultimately it's not for me.
0: Mm-hmm. So what what is it that you think? What cuz if this if it wasn't God like there's really no other circumstance under which we would say I want to give up my hopes to allow the hope the, to surrender for the hope of someone else or some other being to prevail. But what is it that causes you to operate in that way? What what is it that causes you to basically have the mindset that you want what God wants for you over what you want for yourself.
1: I think that, um, as my faith has grown, my, um, ability to realize the importance of surrender has also grown. Um, and so I think, you know, yeah, I think that would be my answer. It's just the the, the strengthening of my faith has led me to this point. Um, and, you know, because I grew up in a, a home that was, um, had a, a level of foundation of faith, and, um, you know, we weren't like avid. Well, actually, my dad was. Shout out to him because he would take me to church, but we weren't like he would go faithfully, but my mom, she didn't go all the time, right? But there was still that undercurrent of faith is important and it is a foundation that you need in your life. And I think over time, it has just, that foundation has solidified and that's what it is. Like, I don't think I know any other way because honestly, it's like, like you said, how do you explain any of this?
0: I agree right with you like how do we how do we know it's a choice mm-hmm. you know our faith is a choice and oftentimes it's there we um have experiences that would help to validate that choice there are things that we've seen um and that's why I think testimonies are so important whether it's the testimony of others yeah. whether like you said it's uh, it's upbringing whether it's things that we we witnessed or other people have bore witness to mm-hmm. that help to strengthen us on our faith walk so mm-hmm. you know for me and i make the same choice to surrender to um what God has over what I desire. And my prayer is always that what I desire is in alignment alignment. with him. Mm -hmm. And I, and I heard this illustration very recently that, you know, for those of us who are visual, it just made it so real to me, um, was basically like, imagine yourself going through life in like a rat maze. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they put the mouse in the maze, it tries to turn left, it hits a dead end, it goes back, it turns right it finds a hole. Now it's going to the right because it's finding more holes and more holes more. But whole time, the cheese is all the way on the left. But the mouse only has the perspective of what you know the mouse's two eyes can see or senses can feel. So the mouse knows, well, I went over here and I hit a wall, but I went over here and I was able to get through. Okay. So we have experiences. We hit a wall. We get turned around. We see something. We sense something. And that's really what we have To guide us, so our desires are based on our experiences, which are limited. Those are limiting factors. In the illustration, the woman described God as, you know, us, the person who's looking over the whole rat maze. So I'm able to see what you're doing. You keep bouncing up against this wall or turning this way because, based off of what you've experienced, you your choice is to try to 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 go over here and turn left. You desire, you know, X, and this is the way that you think you're going to go about it but but we believe that God is all seeing, all knowing, all powerful, all right. powerful everywhere, omnipotent, omniscient. And so for me, the reason I would surrender my hopes to God's will is because he's better, he's higher, he's stronger. He knows. So what yeah. I can think in my very limited mind that this is what I want and this is what's good for me, he has something greater then we can mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. ask think or imagine and it might not even be earthly like mm-hmm. there is so much about the spiritual realm that's that's um still a mystery mm-hmm. um but i choose to put my in tr- my faith and my trust in a spirit that's greater than me
1: yeah this um takes me to back to something that um Evelyn Braxton said about Tracy Braxton's mm-hmm. passing mm-hmm. she was like you know sh- Tracy fought so hard for her healing here on earth, but what she didn't, and I don't know if she said, said, this, but she didn't realize, but it was mm-hmm. basically like her healing was on the other side. Mm. And I was That's like- It's a hard
0: pill to swallow. I was
1: like, oh my goodness. <sighs> I was like, that, if that ain't, like, we don't know. She prayed for healing, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. But what does that look like?
0: What does that look like? And and yeah, now she's we believe in perfect peace, you know. Mm-hmm. That's our belief. Our belief is that she is in experiencing a joy, you know, on a spiritual realm, like nothing that we could mm-hmm. experience on this earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not that is not an easy prayer Mm-mm. to pray. And when it comes to our hope. Um, and faith walk, we sometimes have to pray the hard prayers. There's um, like you said, surrender and release mm-hmm. that comes around our faith walk. It's yeah. tough. There's not really any way to kind of sugarcoat that. And so, if we don't have the belief that there's something better on the other side, then it's then it's depressing. Then it's yeah. destitute. What is this all about? So I I choose to put my faith in something bigger, greater, more wonderful, more glorious um than we can even imagine here on earth. So. Yeah. All right, good talk, good talk. So, Tineel, what is it that you want um our listeners to know um as it pertains to hope in their own lives? If you have a, a takeaway or a piece of advice for whoever's listening right now, what would that be?
1: To keep hope alive.
0: Okay, Jesse. <laughs> that- <laughs>
1: I was like, but but at the end of the day, that's just it. Like whatever you need to do for yourself or mm-hmm. however you need to like refill that cup to make sure that you remain hopeful mm-hmm. through the valleys, through the, you know, mountaintops, through all of the places that God will take us along this journey that we call life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about. Learning what is what you can do to make sure that your hope tank is filled so that you can keep hope alive because mm. child without hope, I mean again I, that's been like the theme of the episode. Yeah, I don't know where I would be right now.
0: Right. Yeah. What else is there? Yeah. For me, it's to really identify your why. Mm. Um. You know what is the thing that drives me? Not just in this particular situation or issue, because a lot of times we talk about hope, we're talking about a particular situation. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I'm hoping for a husband, I'm hoping for a child, mm-hmm. I'm hoping for healing, I'm hoping for a new job, I'm hoping for um, restoration, so we whatever. Hopeless.
1: That's long, honey. <laughs>
0: um, but I think just in the general sense of just living a life of hope, living mm-hmm. a life. Um, of faith, living a life of hopeful expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, what moves us forward? What are, we, what, what, what are we here for? Finding our purpose and our calling and just working toward and looking forward um, with hope and gratitude. I think in order to do that, we've got to be tethered to our why, which means we got to be really clear mm-hmm. on what it is, at, at least in this season, and those things evolve. Um, and then submitting that thing to God to say, is this in alignment? This is what I believe it is, but is this in alignment with you? And if it's not God, show me, make it clear course
1: correct, so yeah. that
0: I can course correct. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on, um, hope? Any other thoughts on hope?
1: Ah, um, Not that I have right now. Something may percolate before we end the episode, but nothing I can think of.
0: Yeah. I think my kind of closing thought is on you're not always going to feel hopeful.
1: Mm.
0: And I think it's important to have sort of a bounce back plan. Mm. Um, For me, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs on my journey to motherhood. And it wasn't always hopeful. It was Less hopeful than not, actually, particularly in the beginning, until I got the tools and learned to navigate the emotions because it's layered. There was grief, there was loss, there was disappointment, there was inadequacy. There were lots of things happening at the same time. It's same not time. like it's just yeah. grief counseling or just, right. you know. So for me, I had to come up with, um, Sort of a a plan to help me to build my resilience and to be mm-hmm. intentional about practicing that. So, if and when the the the, the outcome that we don't desire happens, mm-hmm. um, how am I caring for myself through that? How am I moving myself forward? Um, And for me, again, this is why I can't do this thing without God. It's not just about what I'm doing for myself or in my own power, but it really in those moments it was about surrender and alignment. Um, And you know, I know that when you see a a title for an episode like Hope, it seems like it's going to be you know positive and cheerful, but I think that. I think that sometimes the best way to be positive is by being real mm-hmm. um, and by being authentic and by understanding that part of hope is, you know, the, the flip side of it, which is surrender, which is still a beautiful thing if we mm-hmm. allow it to unfold. If you allow it to be. If you allow it to unfold. So yeah. for me, I think sort of my closing thought is about... um. Having a plan to help carry yourself through some of the moments where you don't feel hopeful, whether that's a partner that you'll call on, whether that's some journaling that you're doing to to have a place to put your um, feelings, whether that's processing with a professional, your prayer life, um, but finding practices and um, mechanisms by which you can deal with those moments where you might run up against. you know, a, a lack of hope in a particular time or situation.
1: Yeah, that's good. Create your hope plan so you can mm-hmm. keep hope alive.
0: That's right. Keep hope alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. I was going to say, how are you going to apply mm. hope in the mm. very near future?
0: This might've been an answer to one of my other practical applications. I know we're going to go back and review these, but because hope is so intertwined with my faith, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's by continuing to practice staying in the word on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Um, Just studying God's word um, every morning, there are so many messages of how deeply this, you know, all-powerful God loves me and cares for me and desires the best for me, not just for the world and for everybody, but me, you know, he right. cares about me. So knowing that um, and studying that and staying steeped in that helps me to continue to be hopeful, even when what I see doesn't match what I believe. That's what a about, good one. What about you?
1: Um... I. I think I would say something very similar Mm -hmm. as I begin to um, enter a time where there is a lot of uncertainty Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of opportunity for Mm -hmm. me to, um, surrender my will for God's. Um, it's really about staying in the word, staying encouraged, um, listening. I I love music. So listening Mm -hmm. to music that is going to help fill up my hope tank.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you know, there's so many songs and I just actually said this on the season finale, season finale of my podcast. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many songs that let me know, As long as I believe it and I'm hopeful for it, God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all I could wish or imagine. Mm -hmm. And he is still in the miracle making, not miracle making, but miracle Miracle business. The miracle business. business. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So that's what I um, am going to take away is just making sure that I'm refilling my hope cup with um, the word and some worship.
0: And some worship, things that fill you back up. That's beautiful. All right. Well, speaking of worship, organs. Let's
1: go to the throne. Let's go
0: to the throne. God, we honor you. We praise you. We adore you. We glorify you just for being who you are. Um, even if you don't do anything else for us, God, we just um, we just want to honor you for being such a magnificent being and creator um, and for the unconditional love, the unmerited love and grace and mercy that you show us for that, God, we thank you. Um, you know, there might be days and times that go by where we take those things for granted, but to know that we are connected to a source of love that is so pure and so divine and so majestic, God, we are just thankful to even be. Um, in that, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, much less to be the recipients of that love and grace and mercy. And so, we ask that you would help us to reciprocate that love back to you, to honor you, um, but also to show love to ourselves and to others, God. We ask that you would help us to be hopeful, um, regardless of situations and circumstances, God. We ask that you would help us to put our um, hopes um and our faith in you um and that you would give us the confidence that we would need to traverse through this life, God with hopeful expectation um and hopeful surrender um as necessary. I pray for every person who is listening right now, God, that you would um meet them um in their time of need that you would um help them through whatever circumstance they might be struggling with right now, that you would help them, God, to realize the desire of their heart, um, that those desires would be aligned with your will for their life, Lord God, that you would touch them so that they would feel your spirit, um, even right now, whatever they might be doing, so that they would feel your spirit and know that there is a God who cares for them and cares for what they hope for and what they wish for more than anything that they could um, even imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Until, Until next time, two more episodes.
1: We have sound effects now.
0: We Thank do. You. We do. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Love Madden, the podcast.
1: Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review.
0: Yes, and there's plenty more where this came from. Check out the show notes, download the online guide, and keep the conversation going over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.